This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to Gangplank Report. You've heard Adrian and Jen talk about the most recent episode of this hit Bravo series. Now it's time to hear from you, the superfans. It's time for the bonus episode of the Gangplank Report. And here they are, Adrian Gang and Jennifer Bennington. Welcome back to part two of our super fan interview with Mocha Minutes podcast host, Stephanie. If you haven't heard part one, stop now, go back and listen. If you have, please enjoy part two. I think that the way that that started to go down when Sandy sat Hannah down and said, I don't think your head's in this anymore. I don't think you're here with us anymore. As a predecessor to what ended up happening later, it just seemed kind of like a setup. Yeah. And I don't think I could see Lee doing something like that. I most definitely can't see Glenn doing something like that. And I think that's the rub too. Cause it's like, I don't think they would have said it to them like that. I think Lee would have sat down with his Cheerios and said, you got one more charter. And if you don't get this shit together, you're out. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, I, and, I, and everybody was like, you know what? You're right. It was like, yeah, you, I, you this is work. You got you to gotta turn it on and off. It's work. It's like, right. but this woman had a actual panic attack on the boat. Right, right. It's like, why are we not talking about that? Exactly. I think that's probably what got me so hot with mm-hmm. it was involving something. And it's, it kind of sucks for me as a person that that's what it took for me to <laughs> get upset by it is like hey you're talking about my illness and my issues you know right you're like wait a minute if yeah. i was on a boat how would you be treating me i mean exactly honestly but Lee, like he had something like close to that instance and he didn't like just say you gotta go it's like okay so look this is what we're going to do and right. you can't do this again yeah and right. that's that's the thing when you've got history to go on you can't like all of a sudden change the rules and expect all of us to just say, Hey, yeah. wait a minute. Why are the rules changed? And them doubling down on the maritime law crap, doubling, tripling, quadrupling, quintupling. I couldn't take it anymore. So. It's like, we know it's maritime law, but we've also seen other, I could say if you had an instance on this show that backed you up, right. it's like, yes, it's maritime y'all. Yes, Mm -hmm. Lee has canceled a whole charter in the middle of the fucking sea. Mm -hmm. However, comma, he actually gave grace to his crew member and said, this can't happen again. You need to do all of this. And I think it's also because Hannah didn't want to be with Sandy anymore. It's like, girl, okay, this is enough. Girl, I don't have time for this. Bye. I have have a consistent dick appointment at home. You think I'm going to deal with this? (laughs) I could be home getting dick right now. And you think I'm going to deal with you fuck out of here (laughs) well i think the difference that we're talking about if we break it all the way down is the difference between objectivity and empathy right Right. so lee was dealing with it objectively this 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 these are the bullet points this is what we're doing sandy on the other hand was trying to go at it from a standpoint of empathy which is naturally how most women deal with conflict situations and awkward situations and that just backfired horribly 
And I think that that's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. And I think sometimes it's like when you know that someone is, they're like, I'm trying to help you and you know they don't fuck with you or they don't like you or y'all have been at odds. It's going to read like, you're being fake as fuck and I don't want to deal with you. Exactly. I don't think think Sandy was being fake, but I could see why Hannah's like, girl, I don't believe you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it had been, I mean, she knew it from season two, Sandy's first season. Yeah, She gave her grief. So I understand where Hannah was coming from. I'm glad you didn't boycott either because that means that we can we can talk about the craziness that just happened. Oh, Lord have mercy. And since you are a peacock watcher, <laughs> I first off, how great is it that they give us these a week ahead so we can process it and then watch it again? It is a <laughs> murder get... on me when I do the recap room with Captain Mel. Because uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, wait, St- Stephanie, no, that's from next week. Oh, damn it okay yeah let me let me let me let me change course sorry sorry <laughs> turn the boat around sorry sorry it is live live <laughs> tweeting i have to kind of semi prep a little ahead of time now because See, I, Jen, I don't even like tweet i'm like nope yeah. let me not tweet they're like what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about oops but i should add peacock to this yeah exactly i'm trying not to spoil things but yeah. since since there's no spoiling going on here <laughs> And you're on the same page with us. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this past current episode, episode seven? This is oh, episode- we re- we renamed it by the way. They called it "Can't Fight This Feeling" after the REO Speedwagon song, <laughs> and I renamed it MacArthur Park, that Richard Harris song where it's someone left the cake out in the rain. That's oh my what I god, re- <laughs> what is with them and cakes? I and no I also want to know why don't y'all just. Why don't y'all just get cakes from somewhere else? Like, exactly. I don't understand. He did it with the wedding cake. So I don't what? understand oh either. My, can y'all, why don't, why y'all not just outsourcing this? It's bad enough. You had that captain putting like unseasoned lobster tails in the stove. <laughs> and it's like, why are you making lobster if you don't know how to fuck to cook it? Like, I right. feel like this is just, this is literally two plus two equals four. Like, right. I don't know why you're doing this, but I just, mm, yeah, I like that better because girl ma'am this is a mega yacht mm-hmm. why are you giving me a duncan Hines with a <laughs> microsoft paint picture? what is this girl i had to throw that cake in your face now you wanted her to be like the like the bitchy like charter guest which she wasn't she just was very like this is what i want mm-hmm. get it you That's know it. i heard a good <laughs> i read an article Mm-hmm. And Z had a very good point when he was talking about Athena. Mm-hmm. He said that she was hosting her clients. So if right. you look at her, instead of looking at her as a charter guest right. and you look at her as a hostess, mm-hmm. she was trying to make the experience the best she could for the people she was trying to entertain. Correct. And that, that made me soften up a lot to her. That's the thing. I was like, I know what you're doing, which is why I think, Lexi on service was probably the best person for them on service. Agreed. It was like, she is amazing at this. And they just liked her and they vibed with her. And it's like, we can say a lot about Lexi from these last six episodes, but I was like, she is really good at this. And I think it's because she actually just talked to them. Mm -hmm. And I just liked her. Well, and she didn't talk to the crew. Correct. It was like, girl, please don't eat no more lamb. Please don't walk in nobody's dirt. Please. I get it. It's mad. I want to trip them down some stairs myself, girl. Um, but it's like, 
girl, I need you to just do your job. And she was just on her job. There are some people who can compartmentalize and she did it. Right. I'm not really clicking with the crew. I'm still dealing with grief. I got to compartmentalize and let me just do this job. And the fact that she was so good on service and they loved her. Well, and I think it was a good group for her to shine, just yeah. like it was a good group for Courtney to shine with the kids with Roy Orbison's yes. charter. Oh, you she know was what I mean? Like, them. Katie has to pick and choose her battles and use their strengths to her advantage. And I think that was a really good choice to just stick with the rotation that she had going so that Lutzi got some service and previously Courtney got some service. And I think that made a lot of sense anyway for the group that they had because Lexi is the kind of person, I mean, she lives in Miami. They live in Miami. They can- They can relate. on that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I don't want you, listen here, Courtney, please do not walk up here and go to this group of calling them daddy. I'm like, girl, shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> Stop that. Stop that right now. <laughs> it's like, what is this? Yep. What, what low level- porn category am i watching with you and z i can't do this this is gross and ick and please don't do this please stay your ass in the laundry room stay there why do i have to stay there? listen here cinderella stay your ass right the fuck in here because i'm tired of you just just please i do think that her and z are very cute they really are as long as she does not say daddy i'm like yeah stop, they're cute stop saying this please yeah. leave me alone I literally just had to mute myself because you made me choke to death. So. <laughs> I don't want to choke death. I'm sorry. That's no, it was a good show. Oh it was a God. good show. It's like, y'all think this is cute? The fuck is this? Yeah. Oh so getting God. to the meat of the Lexi part of the drama, mm-hmm. though, mm-hmm. with all of this, I mean, we've talked about sexual harassment. We've talked about racial slurs. We've talked mm-hmm. about a couple of different elements of this that just, to me, don't seem like grief. It just seems like part of her personality. It's hard for me to distinguish at this juncture, but yeah, I'm having a really hard time feeling bad for her. At so this, point. this is why I said that she was a grieving asshole <laughs> because the thing about it, because we were in the room and they said, do you think she's grieving or she's an asshole? I think she's a grieving asshole, mm-hmm. but also we haven't seen enough of her. And I think it's more of y'all not friends with her. Y'all not her friends. So it's like, it's weird to watch. I do feel bad for her. Cause I'm like, I don't know what kind of, one of my favorite teachers in middle school, no, sorry freshman year of high school she lost her dad she was a bubbly vivacious person the first half of the year her mm-hmm. father died over christmas break she was a totally different person when we came back mm-hmm. he didn't smile she just did she like gave us assignments and kept like it was like night and day right and it's like i had a basis for her i had a base i had a level i'm like she was always jovial and she was grieving mm-hmm. so it's like i gave her the like yeah she's She's not the same. It's like, cause she lost her dad. Right. And so it's kind of like, I don't know what Lexi was at first. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, we only get a snippet. So that's why I'm saying she's a grieving asshole. Cause I don't know what she was before. Right. I, however, that, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's valid. I just don't know if she started writing that burn list before or after her dad passed, you know, that part, the inception of the burn list would answer a lot of my questions. Because that characteristic in her is what really kind of scares me like a Hitchcock movie. You know? <laughs> like, well, I'm like, the Game of Thrones watcher in me absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. I'm like, <laughs> oh. She, she's a little Arya. <laughs> I was like, 
I'm an Aria fan, so keep yep. going, sis. I yep. have not made a burn list. I feel like if I sat down, Cersei, there'd be some people Jeffrey, on it. The mountain. <laughs> it's like i'm like I, like nobody else watched game of thrones y'all ain't no uh, oh my god i'm scared are you on the list bitch no okay so then you don't have any reason to be scared unless you get on my fucking list on my list <laughs> and i'm like there's awesome. no one on the boat that literally should be on her list honestly right. yeah. i mean put sandy there i'm kidding don't put sandy on that list <laughs> please don't please don't yeah. And definitely don't put the very, very hot chief engineer on there. I'm like, can you come on the... Sandy, just have stupid conversations. Ask him about the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Some Martin. Tabio. Yes, please yeah. put him back on the... Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know what? Adrian broke my heart. I'm like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, what? <laughs> I mean, she's pretty though. She is pretty. I, I will say <laughs> she's little and she's pretty. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I can get it. I don't. Nope. I'm not going to talk about that chef who's a dumbass. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't say the t word. <laughs> oh wait, so, I was talking about the one on the show, not him. <laughs> oh, Matt. <laughs> oh, that's no, the one that she. Who was the one that was fighting over her? Why am I? Wes, oh, Adam, Wes and, and Adam Wes. were fighting Adam, over her. Chef Adam. And she was we with need... Tom. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Him like, we need titles, Malia. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile on Sailing Yacht. Yeah. We don't need titles, just vibes. Who yep. the fuck are you? <laughs> you begged Malia to claim your ass. Make you Instagram official. Now you're like, we don't need any titles. Right. Shut up and go live in your van. <laughs> <laughs> in a van down by, down the, by river. the river. Down by the river. <laughs> Somebody push you in. Leave the dog on the bank. Oh, he's cute. He is cute. The dog is cute. That almost made him redeemable until he opened his mouth again. So, <laughs> um. so please, Stephanie, tell us where we can find you. So you can find me in Clubhouse. Um, it's my name. It's just um, Sunshine81. But if you want to follow the show, I'm most of Mocha Men's podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, same handle, Mocha Minutes. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, where I will try not to spoil anything about what's coming on, because I will have to do hashtag Peacock <laughs> below deck med. So you know yeah. that it's on Peacock. Um, you can follow me, and my handle is Sunny Twote That. That is S U N N Y T W O T E T H A T, because I said what I said and I twote what I twote. You twote what you twote. Cool. I like it. And <laughs> give everybody a quick rundown of what Mocha Minutes is. So Mocha Minutes, my Mocha, I'm actually on hiatus because, well, it's a busy time at actual work, my nine to five job. Hey, y'all. So I'm on hiatus right now, but Mocha Minutes is a weekly topical podcast where I talk about current events. I talk about television, reality, and scripted and unscripted. And basically anything that's going on during the week, it's very very, very centered. And I like to have nuanced conversations and it's from the lens of a very opinionated, outspoken Black woman. That is Stephanie. That is me. Oh, I was going uh, <laughs> like, who, like, who is that? It's who are you talking me. About? Um, the <laughs> other Black woman that I claim, I apparently have several different no, I'm, it's just me. It's just Stephanie. Um, but every week I talk about with a different guest and I like to have nuanced conversations because I've been a Bravo watcher for a very long time. Hey, um, Life on the D list and Yep. The first iteration of Queer Eye from the Straight Guy and mm-hmm. Project One Way. Christian Serial is still and inside the, best the actor's winner. studio. And Insta- remember oh when they played god. opera? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Can I just tell you? I don't know what I would do if he said, What's your favorite curse word? It's like, oh. fuck. 
<laughs> I feel like I got to come up with a better word than fuck, honestly. So it's like, I've come to where like, there's some nuance in a lot of things that we see because we, we're very a microwave. We live in a microwave society where it's like instantly we don't have time to think. We can't add nuance. I'm like, but everything has nuance because you're talking about people, right? There's no way we cannot have a nuanced conversation. And every and I'm also someone who is empathic and tries to practice empathy as much as I can, except for certain people, and they know who the fuck they are because they're on my <laughs> list that I have not made yet. <laughs> but I like to add nuance because I'm like, there's nuance to this, and there I is. want to also. It's like, and I also like speaking and support not for people and people who are like, I don't like punching down. Mm -hmm. So if I can use my voice to actually uplift someone who may be more oppressed than I am, I am a cishet black woman, but I know someone who was more oppressed than me is a black trans woman. Right. So it's like, I know them. like, I'm never going to punch down. It's like, if I can like say, Hey, you know what? I don't know everything about the trans experience in America, but you know who you should listen to? Hope to sell. You should listen to Diamond Styles. You should listen to Angelica Ross. You should, I'm like, I'm gonna point you to other places. And there's right. one, there's no, we don't live in a black and white world. I mean that literally and figuratively. There are other oppressed groups out there that have voices that we don't get to hear. So it's like, if I can point you some way or I can have a conversation where it's like, people are like, I didn't know this or Thank you for pointing me another way. I had a friend, he has a podcast and I was on his podcast a few months ago. And he said, I've never told you this. He's like, I listened to you and I heard what you said about voting. And it changed my mind about voting. I had no idea. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I said. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what did I say to you? He was like, you were having a conversation about voting and it changed my mind about voting. I'm like, oh, good. You never know what seed you plant. And I can tell you've already blessed me and I've known you for a week. Aww, so yes. I can't even imagine how many lives you've touched just by doing that, pointing out the nuance, looking for the subtext, seeing what it's about and not looking at everything like there's only one answer to it. And I appreciate you. We both do. Oh, I thank, thank you. you so much for giving us your time. You, like I said, you're a blessing. I am thrilled to have gotten to meet you. I hope we keep hanging out. Oh, I'm gonna, oh absolutely. I, I'm going to put it out publicly. So I shame you into doing it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, so I heard that episode and Adrian and Jen said, I'm like, what happened? You don't understand the first time Adrian, AKA chef Adrian came into the clubhouse room. I was like, Oh, Mel was oh. like, do you know who that is? I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you serious? Oh my God. Okay. I have so many questions. Stephanie, get yourself together. Oh, get yourself together. Speaking of that, um, we didn't do the question. Do you have a question for chef Adrian? Oh, bring it. Why were you not at Bravo? Con okay. <laughs> I'm like, are Nobody you going called to me? Oh my God. <laughs> I need you at BravoCon. Like, you know what? All right. So, you know, the galley talk, AKA the Yachty people's, people's couch. couch. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I want you on there. And I want to know why you're not on there. Cause I'm like, I know you have so many thoughts cause you're a chef and you're also a chief stew. And I'm like, I need to know what you see. Cause I, they need to know, they need to see you and they need to hear you. And maybe you can get chef Mark on there. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Mark. Captain Mark. Captain Mark. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was there not a chef Mark? No, there's not a chef Mark. Not yet. 
Wait, maybe he'll sneak on as a chef. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I would absolutely love to do that show. When they were putting that together last year, they contacted me and asked me geographically where I was mm-hmm. and where I was going to be for the next couple of weeks, which I think is a really stupid question for anybody that works on yachts because we're a moving target. And I just Hello. happened to not be in the area that they needed me to be at that time because they film all of those in pretty quick succession because they know that we all move around a lot and I just have I was out of the country I think most of the time that they were filming that because they Mm. they did it over the course of like two weeks I think because that's a pretty low budget show like it doesn't require a lot in order for them to be able to produce that and I just happened to not be in town I was up for another Bravo show Mm. that they ended up canceling because of COVID last year that would have been pretty interesting we'll see what happens if that comes back around but to be honest with you I've never had the desire to go back on the show on actual Mm. below deck would I do something auxiliary to it absolutely would I do this galley talk thing a hundred percent I think would be on the couch with you Tiffany Copeland (gasps) oh okay see I I mean she's one of my best friends and she's amazing I mean you could just like do an IG live and and do it for me Oh yeah, I mean, we not do, for everybody else, but hundred percent. We would, we will totally do that. I can absolutely do that. We can do our own galley talk for sure. I think but yeah, cool. I mean, it's, it's a really interesting concept. I have a hard time watching it because of some of the people that are on there, but mm-hmm. I, there's others that I absolutely adore that I very much find entertaining. I watched the first one a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and I thought that it was okay. Ish. <laughs> It seems it seems like some of it was a struggle. Oh, the shade clouds just like gathered over time. You know, it's kind of like maybe we should vote and like pick which seasons y'all should do because it's like, um, yeah, yeah, not this one. No, no, it's Mm -hmm. good. We 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 don't care. Well, wouldn't it be a really interesting conversation to have to be like, who would you want to be on the couch? Because I feel like that would be a really interesting way to get viewers involved like who do you want to see sitting there right right let's make it happen as long as they're not like stuck in the middle of the atlantic ocean let's get them on the couch yeah oh my god i would i need asia on the couch i'm like i need her Mm -hmm. trying to figure out who she She would be hilarious she she would she's she is like a plug and play stew yeah, I mean, I love her. She I love can her. fit in anywhere. You're anywhere. Right. I love her. I'm like, oh my and god. And we get to see her again. She'll be on Below Deck Down Under. Yay! I just love Asia. I don't know what it is. It's like I just want to hug her. I'm like, I just want to sit around and hug her and laugh and get drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, my face hurts from laughing so much, and I've completed an entire <laughs> bottle of wine during. This. Okay. Oh, what? Good yeah, you have to mess with me about this wine because I'm like, it's low calorie. I'm gonna get drunk <laughs> off my ass. It's great, you know, yeah. a lot going on. Healthy right. buzz, low sugar. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much, Stephanie. Ladies, thank you so much for having me. I was like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're so excited. <laughs> We're so happy. You have definitely made my day. This is we so really much fun. It. So much fun. Yeah. I got like finale for Bullock. You gotta, you guys gotta come on local minutes. Okay. Oh yeah. That would Absolutely. be awesome. Yep. I'll All bring right. two bottles of wine. Oh, okay. that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll, I'll figure out something. I'll have John make me some rum or something. Okay. Perfect. So. Yeah, that's right. You make him breakfast. He makes you a drink. Yeah, make exactly. my cocktail. That, I make you breakfast. That's the trade-off. And I Dang. think I got the better end of that deal. But thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you. And we look forward to chatting with you in the clubhouse. Everybody, please follow Stephanie. Follow please. Mocha Minutes Podcast. And we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties. Hey.